It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. What's good, Wizards fans? Welcome to Locked on Wizards Podcast. It's your host, The Real at Oliver, with my guy, Brandon Scott. Today, we got a jam-packed episode. We got a preview with the Bulls, uh, some teams that are interested in trading for Kyle Kuzma, and we'll talk about Bradley Bill's injury. Let's get to it. You are Locked on Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code is Locked. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Lockdown Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, so where should we start today? Um, I guess we'll go with an injury update. Um, DeLon Wright, this is from Josh Robbins from The Athletic. He says, DeLon Wright sidelined since October 2nd because of a grade two hamstring strain. Has progressed to one-on-one work uh, with coaches and player development staffers. 
West Unsold Jr. said the hope is that DeLon Wright will progress two on to two on two play or three on three work in the next week or so. Also, in other news, um, well, he also says West Unsold Jr. said Bradley Bill's hamstring strain is a low grade strain. Unsold is hopeful Bill might be able to return at some point during the Wizards West Coast road trip that will begin with a game on December 14th. What are your thoughts on the injury updates for DeLon Wright and Bradley Bill? Well, you know, DeLon, he's been out for a while, so, you know, it's kind of, we've had this wait-and-see approach with him, but he's much needed. You know, his energy and his defense is much needed, especially with Brad being out. We're going to need, you know, these these guys with a dog in them to really get in on the, on the defensive end. So, you know, he's much needed. Um, looking at Brad, you know, when you looked at the, the injury, you know, you kind of knew it was a hamstring issue, and the hamstrings are just tricky, man. You know, just the fact that the return date is the, you know, the 14th is, you know, relatively good news. Um, will he be missed? I think, you know, the offense is slightly better with him on the team. Now, obviously, there's a lot more ball control without him. Uh, defensively, we are better without him. So I think we can play. I think we'll be all right with him being out short of time. But, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's tricky because, like you said, <laughs> The team is slightly better on offense, but, you know, if you look at him being out early this year, you know, this team was a lot more fluid. The team, the ball movement was a lot better. So mm-hmm. it's just tricky. You know, when you're talking about your star player and being out, most of the time the team regresses, you know, but with this squad, you know, sometimes you see this, the offense is a lot better without him. So, you know, and, and obviously because of that is um, the, the focus, you know, you, you don't see a lot of double teams like you do with him being in the lineup. You know, you don't see a lot of teams are going to double team Kuz or, or KP. So there's a lot more opportunities for people to kind of get the rocket in and in, in place. So yeah, I get it. You know, I think that's a big reason why. Nothing to take away from his game. So, you know, hey, like it, like the model's been all year, you know, next man up. So I think that we have enough guys that I think would be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when Brad was out, they were, they had went on a stretch where they were four and one. Um, the defense did look better. They were moving the ball more. Um, and then since he's been back, since he returned, the Wizards have been one. In, they went one in six. Um, they have lost some close games. They should have beat the Hornets. That was that was you know that was unfortunate. That was you know awful that they lost the Hornets. That's a game they should have won. The Heat lost in the last couple of seconds. Bradley Bill lost the ball. Um, Delon Wright. Um, it's going to be a slow process, man. It sounds like he's going to be out for a little bit more. Only playing two on two. Only playing one on one and just three on three. And, you know, we didn't get an update on Rui. You know, when is Rui going to be back? Rui's been out for six or seven games. So that's another wild card that they're waiting on a, a guy that could definitely help us off the bench for sure. DeLong could help us off the bench. But, um, yeah, guys just step up when Brad doesn't play. You know, I think Denny plays better when Brad doesn't play. I think Kuz is more aggressive, scoring the ball. You know, he's had some crazy games. The game against the Mavericks where he had 36 points. Um, the ball just moves better. And I think guys step up more and they're just more aggressive to score and look to score and, they're just they're just way more aggressive when Brad is out. Now the numbers with Brad defensively, the six games that he's been out, we have 106 defensive rating, and then when he's there for the 18 games, our defensive rating is 116.6. So yes, we are better defensively when Brad doesn't play. Like you said earlier, off, our offensive rating with Bill is 113.4. Without him, it's 109.5. So our offense on paper is better with Bill, but I think you know guys step up and play better. With our three-point shooting, it, it felt like it was better. with Without Brad, we shoot 34% from the three. With him, we shoot 33% from the three. We had some big games from the three-point line when he wasn't there. But, um, you know, the NBA, you do need your stars. You need your stars to step up. You know, but we just need Brad to finish these games and be better in the clutch. So 
Um, it definitely would be good to have him back, but I'm intrigued to see how they how they play without him because they they look good without him. They just did. They did look good without him. And yes, they did play some teams that had some guys that were injured. Um, I know John Morant didn't play. Um, trying to remember the other teams we played that that they didn't have their guys. I think we played the Hornets without Lamelo Ball, and he didn't play. So I, I get that part too. So I'm intrigued to see because there's some winnable games coming up. Of course, we're going to talk about the Bulls later. Um, but yeah, it's interesting with these injuries. So I do want to get to the Kuzma talk. Kuzma was a hot commodity today. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is super, super easy. You just pick two to six players. And if they will go score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 20 to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. PrizePix offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes the NBA, college basketball, WNBA, esports, cricket, Euro basketball, even more. Injuries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Price Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Um, tonight, some prize picks props tonight that you can look at because I got the app myself. Um, tonight, LeBron is 26, 26 point, 26 and a half points, his projected points. Um, he had 29 points against us, so he might do it again against Cleveland. And then looking at Anthony Davis, his projected points is 27.5. He had 55 against the Wizards, so he smashed that. So if you pick the over, the over under, if you pick the over for Anthony Davis, get over 27, 27 and a half. If you did that against Washington, then yeah, you definitely won some money because he put up 55 on us. I hate to bring that up again, but um, make sure you guys <laughs> sign up for. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, it's fixed. Um, and also, thank you for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. Today, for your second listen today, check out Lockdown Sports today from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. All right, so we're going to react to the first. There's three reports. So Sean Serrania did an interview with Kyle Kuzma, and then he wrote an article about Kyle Kuzma on The Athletic that came out today, um, earlier this morning. Um, he says the first one is Kyle Kuzma is expected to command in excess of $20 million to $25 million per year on a new deal next summer. What are your thoughts about that? I didn't get to read the article, but, you know, we talked about Kuz a lot this offseason because we know he has a player option. Porzingis has a player option. Rui's a free agent. So what are your thoughts on that um, statement from Sean Sharanya? 
I mean, we kind of saw that happening mm-hmm. because, you know, him coming over from the Lakers, I mean, it's two different players, man. Uh, you know, when he was in L.A., we, you know, we said all the time when he was in L.A., he was a very young player. He was limited. You know, he didn't he was he was very raw since he's came over to D.C. He's really become a complete player. You know, he's shooting very well behind the arc. Now, he can be streaky behind the arc, but he's just a complete player. His leadership, his, you know, his ball skills, he's just, you know, yeah. I mean, we you kind of saw that he's going to command anywhere from 20 to 25 mil. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that that brings up, you know, that adds another question mark to the equation for this team because this is a very pivotal season, man. This is a very pivotal season. And you got to ask yourself, you know, I mean, I think it really goes off of where the team's at. You know, if we are a playoff team, then yeah, you can see yourself spending that money. But if we're if if come to a certain point where we're just not clicking and it's just not a playoff bound team, then are you comfortable paying them twenty five million dollars a year? So I think it has a lot to do with the state of the team where we're going to be at. You know, certain periods in the season because there's a lot of question marks, man. You know, you, you said it before, KP. He's you know he's got a player option. You know, Barden is an aspiring contract. You know, Rui's going into restricted free agency. So. You know, there's a lot of questions. There's, I, so it, it's difficult to tell because mm-hmm. he's a fan favorite. You know, he, I, I love Kuz, man. And man, Kuz, I, I'm a big fan of him. So, and um, there, there was a lot of there's a lot of noise on Twitter where people were saying, <laughs> you know, he's probably more popular in the bill right now. So I, mm-hmm. mean, I know that's a whole other conversation. But yeah, I mean, he's he's a fan favorite, man. So I, I man, if if we if we are a playoff bound team, yes, I would love to see Kuz here long term. Mm. Yeah, 20, 20 to 20. I know it sounds like a lot, but you look at other guys. Andrew Wiggins is getting paid $33 million per year. Gordon Hayward's getting paid $30 million a year. And Kuz is putting up similar numbers to these guys. Kuz is averaging 20 points a game. Mikhail Bridges is getting 21 mil. Bohan Bogdanovich from Detroit, he's getting 19 mil. Harrison Barnes is getting 18 mil. Duncan Robinson, 16 mil. Berton, 16 mil. I mean, Kuzma, he's getting 30, he's underpaid right now, if we're being honest. He really is. Now, it, like you said, is it is it in the Wizards' best interest to pay him what he deserves? Because you know we're not going to get a we're not going to get a hometown discount from him or a friendly discount. You're just not. Now we ha- we do have to evaluate and see. This is where the trade deadline comes in. If we're you know if we're playing the way we're playing right now, losing to teams like the Hornets, lottery projected teams, um, getting blown out against the Lakers, you know, um, getting blown out. We didn't get blown out by the Nets, but just you know, kind of getting controlled in the game against the Nets. You know, losing to the Heat without. Jimmy Butler and, and the Hornets without LaMelo Ball. We're losing games like that and not taking care of our business. And Bradley Bill's out for a couple games, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Rui's been out. If we're at the trade deadline, we're, you know, six or seven games below 500 in February, then, yeah, you need to consider, you know, blowing it up and rebuild it. I know they're not going to blow it up and rebuild, but you can call it retool just to make it sound better. Um, guys need to be on that block. They need to be on the trading block, kind of just like last year where you had to move Trez, you had to move Spencer, you had to move Bertans. Um, you just had to move guys. And I know this is different because you want to bring Kuz back instead of Bertans and Denny, but you just wanted to move on from them anyway. But financially, and if this team is not going to make the playoffs, then you, you got to get value for Kuz. You got to get a first round pick in return. You got to get maybe one or two good players. You got to get a first round pick. You got to recoup some draft picks. You got to get some draft capital um, to start a retool or a rebuild. If, if we're five or six or seven games below 500, you know, because if, if you're, if you're not going to pay them, then you need to – you don't want to lose them for, for nothing in the offseason because the team's going to use them, and teams are interested. This segues into um, the teams that are interested. So Shams also came out today. It was a lot of Kyle Kuzma news. He says that the Suns and the Hawks are interested in him. Which teams do you think, if we had to trade Kuz, I hope 
we start winning games and we're able to keep keep Kuz. But if it comes to that point where we got to move, and which team do you think has the better players or assets for the Wizards to get in return for for Kyle Kuzma? I'm rolling with the Hawks, brother. I'm home. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling with the Hawks, man. I, I like a lot of the talent that the Hawks have. They have a lot of young talent. But you know, getting back to the point where you know we were making is just this is tough to really predict this because this team is is you know is, is Jekyll and Hyde, man. You don't you mm-hmm. just don't know if you're going into the deadline. If like you said, if you're five or more games under 500, then what are we doing? You know, you want to get value for him. You want to get value for KP. You know, because I'm assuming you want to move on from KP and really do a full rebuild. Which, again, you know, I know Tez <laughs> for some reason refuses. We to will rebuild. never ever take. But hey, look, he's gonna have to learn how to, bro. Because look, he's about to buy the Nationals. <laughs> Nationals is about five years away from doing anything, so he's mm-hmm. gonna have to learn that skill. You know, he's gonna have to learn to rebuild. Rebuilds are ugly, man. You know, it's just it's one of those things that you know. And really, the fan base, we're gonna have to prepare ourselves because if, you know we got. We, what do they always say? Be careful what you ask for. You know, rebuild. They are. They can be ugly. They can be long. You know, the, the, if you look at the Sixers, man, they had a very long rebuild that you know became very unpopular towards the end. So, you know, rebuilds, they take a while, you know. So hopefully we start picking it up. I like Kuz. I, I like his leadership. I like his – I like him as a player, man. You know, his his personality. I like, you know, I love Kuz. I I, I want to see him in the long term. But, again, you know, if, if we're just not there as a team or, or as an organization, you know, why pay $25 million to a guy that may necessarily not want to be here? Because if we're – like you said, if we're losing against these – teams that we should blown out you know is he want to does he want to be here next year does he really the question is we you know we've already got bill we've already got him a, a supermax so really we have to try to persuade kp and kuz to stay that's what we're doing right now you know we had to just persuade them because you know both of them can easily walk easy because they have all they have all the power in their hands you know so it's really up to them <laughs> so that's that's why it's tricky because like you said, you want to get value for these guys because if it's too late, you want to get value for them. But, you know, the ball is in their court. So it's tricky, man. Yeah, they had an opportunity to trade Bertans before they re-signed him, you know, before Bertans turned into a pumpkin from the three-point line. Yeah, opportunity. So you, you want to get value for guys. And the Wizards, are, they're always, you know, they, they're a dollar laid too short or whatever the saying is. They're always behind. They're not proactive. They're reactive. Tommy Shepard has been that way. Um, so yeah, I, I hope I hope if they're not playing well, I would hate to see Kuz go. Like you said, he's such a likable guy. He's a leader. He's playing good ball. It's not just the stuff off the court. He's playing good basketball. You know, he's averaging you know twenty points a game, um, over five boards. He's he can pass. He can shoot. You know, he's clutch. So he's a good player, and I can see why I see why the Hawks want him. The Suns want him too. The Suns are you know they're, they're contenders. They're legitimate contenders, and the Hawks are a legitimate playoff team. They both have winning records. I want to say the Suns are first in the West right now. So I. If he goes to the Suns, he would really help the Suns. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Aiton, Kuz would probably start, and Mikhail Bridges. That's a good lineup. So I could see the Suns, you know, what are you willing to give up, though? Uh, what are the Suns going to give up? The Hawks, they do have first-round picks. The Suns, if we get a first-round pick from them, I, I got to look and see what their picks are. But, you know, of course, it would be a later pick because they're going to make it to at least the second or Western Conference Finals this year. So, But the Hawks, I feel like they – if they want to give him up but if if they're if they want to put him in a trade for kuzma i would love that um i do like bogdanovich deandre hunter he's very expensive so i don't see him but john collins is a name that's been brought up a lot for the wizards 
I think that's a lateral move. I actually think Kuzma's better than him at times, or they're really similar. They, they, they're different play styles, but I think they're not too far off from each other. I don't think one is much better than the other. I would take Kuzma over John Collins if we had to pick uh, one or the other. So, But that, the Hawks do have some assets. Even the young guy, Onyeke, uh, the big man, you know, they, they got some assets. They got some young, young guys that they can certainly move um, that I think the Wizards definitely should be interested in if they do want to rebuild or retool. Yeah, I'm trying to get Jalen Johnson and AJ Griffin straight mm-hmm. up. <laughs> yeah, those, that, those are a couple names that I wouldn't mm-hmm. try to get. But yeah, I'm going Atlanta. I think Atlanta has a lot of young talent. You know, I think that Coos could slide into both situations and really contribute, especially Phoenix. I believe mm-hmm. Phoenix is number one in the West right now. So they're yeah, playing they are, good yeah. ball. Yeah, they're they're rolling, man. So they could definitely take them. But it's just it's 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 really tricky to really predict this, man, because we we are a 500 level team and we play like it. You know, we mm-hmm. it's Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, we'll go on stretches where we look really good, and then we'll go on stretches where it's like, bro, what are we doing, man? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's, it's that's the perfect example. Jekyll and Hyde. It's just you know, going long term, it's just it's it's tricky because Bradley Bill's another question mark. You know, does you know with with the kind you know with the conversation you had with Gilbert Arenas, and a lot of and with hidden factor in, and, you know, the LA's one in you know, LA. Excuse me, the Lakers one in him. You know, it's, it's there's a lot of variables in this, and it's just really I think I really I think it's a little too early to really tell because. You know, this season can change in the next 25 games. Easy. You know, if we don't play the way and if you look, there's a lot of factors outside of the record. Look at attendance right now. You know, look, leadership, <laughs> you know, the owner's gonna have to look at that, man. You know, I believe we're if, if not the bottom, we're in the yeah. bottom half of attendance, man. So that I mean, as an owner, if your product is not bringing the fans to the seats, then you've got to change something up. And it's just a lot of signs are pointing towards rebuild. You know, and we talked about it, you know, uh, last episode that, you know, Kuz and KP, if indeed this team is going to take that direction to rebuild, you got to get value for them. You got to get value for them, especially KP and Kuz, because both of them, bro, their their value is through the roof right now. The value is through the roof right now. Mm -hmm. So it's tricky because on the one hand, I do like Kuz. I want him to stay long term, especially if, the you know, the goal is to become a playoff team and build around Bill. But if we're going to rebuild, you got to get value got to get value right so uh before we move on um today's episode is brought to you by bet online betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info stats news and analysis get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer to esports we've got it all at betonline.net and if you love sports podcasts you can find those at betonline as well we're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, word of game. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast. And being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed magic in Chicago, Michael in LA, and Made Charles Barkley the first black president. Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Starts. Thank you, everybody, for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen. 
today. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories today, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and take it a day. Available on Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So before you know, before we move subjects, you know, it's just mm. it's it's tricky, man. It it really is because you just don't know what the direction is. It, you don't know what the direction is. You know, it's just the fans want one thing, your leadership want one thing. You know, the you know, Ku said that looking at contrast from last season. There was a lot of turmoil in the locker room last season. You know, they he said that they didn't like each other. There was a lot of different personalities, a lot of different, I guess, aims career-wise. You know, you had guys fighting for contracts. You had guys that had contracts that felt they were entitled to certain kind of bins. And now with this, you know, with this team, you know, they like each other. But, again, we, we're in a situation where we have a lot of players who could, you know, not be on the team next year. It's, it's just – it's shaky. This is – I really <laughs> – I don't envy Tommy Shepard right now or Ted Leonsis because these are hard decisions to make. Very hard decisions. Mm -hmm. Or it could be easy, like you said last episode. They just need to rebuild and blow it up, you know. Yeah, but, but you know, you know how that rolls, man. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're fighting tooth and nail. I, I don't, I just don't understand it, man. What, what, why are they so scared to rebuild? I mean, rebuild. How do you, how do you think Ted, we got John Wall? We rebuilt, right? Yeah, you know, we got lucky. Oh, we got really lucky. I mean, yeah, you, know, who else, you know, so <laughs> I, I don't get it. I don't get mm. being mediocre and just being happy with a first round exit. I mean, look, the goal for any organization, any sport, anything in life is to win, to win a championship. That is the goal. I just I, I don't like the mentality of being OK with a first round exit. Mm -hmm. It's just I, it doesn't sit well with me. I think it's a loser mentality. Mm. You know, it's just if. if, if at the end of the day, if your only goal is to make money off of playoff revenue, then maybe you need to re-question trying to get the Nationals because you're just going to add another team. Look, the Nationals, I hate to switch sports, but look, anybody who has any knows anything about the Nationals, they are a long way off from contending. You know, they just unloaded, unloaded every major star they had within the last two to three years. They're rebuilding. So it, it's nasty, but we need it in the nation's cap because, you know, even, all right, think about it. Even if we go – we re-sign Kuz, re-sign Rui. You go to next season. Even somehow we retain. Porzingis too. Yeah. It, is, is that necessarily an upper echelon playoff team? I mean, think about it. With with a lineup with Bill, Kuz, KP, and Rui all on the contract for multiple years, is that a recipe for a team that's going to challenge in the East? I don't think so. You know, you're just going to continue the same cycle of going to the playoffs in the first round or the play-in and exiting. I just don't think that's winning basketball. I think that's a losing mentality. It is. It is. It's just spinning your wheels and mediocrity. But, you know, getting getting those two playoff games at home are, are is profitable. Getting a play, playing game at, at home is profitable as well in a sense. And that's that's what it looks like this organization is. That's their goal. That's their that's their champion. They, they want a banner for that. Um, so it's unfortunate. We're just we're stuck in purgatory right now. We're stuck in purgatory. They, they, they don't want to hit the reset button. And we're, they're held back. They can't reset or rebuild unless Bradley Bill really wants to do it too because he has the no trade clause. So if he wants to stay on this team, he can. And then you can't even control where he wants to, where you can send them. Like, say, if the Hawks wanted them and they have assets, they do want to send us, you know, DeAndre Hunter, Bogdanovich, and um, who else is on there? Onyeke and uh, Griffin, AJ Griffin. They do, let's say they do want to send us some young guys and maybe two first round picks or something like that for Bill. And Bill doesn't want to go to Atlanta. He can veto and stop that trade. So that's the unfortunate part about it, too. Um, you know, <laughs> we went on our rant yesterday. So I don't, I'm not going to go too far down the rant hole and talk about how bad this organization <laughs> is. And just, and there's a guy, Andrew Nimhard from the Pacers, 
who went off against the Lakers and a lot of people on Twitter are talking about, you know, we should have got, I agree with them. You know, that's, you know, the second round, you look at the draft picks, you know, Johnny Davis is, is a couple years away. Like you said, the nationals, Johnny Davis is a couple years, years away. Um, I'm not going to go in on him right now, but it's just the drafting hasn't been up to par. Um, Denny right now just didn't live up to the hype with still the draft, the draft picks from Tommy Shepard. Rui has been okay, but we just haven't hit any home runs. And we're a team that you got to hit on your draft picks. Corey's okay. He's solid. We're talking about trade value. None of these guys have any trade value. None of your picks have trade value. Only guys that have trade value are the guys that you traded for. Przingis is the only guy with trade value. Kuzma is the only guy with trade value. You know, Kisper doesn't have much trade value. Denny doesn't have any at all right now. He's in a shooting slump. Can barely make layups right now. Can barely make threes. Rui's in and out of the lineup, injured, missed 40 games last year. So you're just in one of the worst spots in the NBA right now. You don't have any picks or assets at all to really get a star. You know, your, your picks are protected from the John Wall trade. So the Wizards are probably, if you had to grade or rank the worst case scenarios for teams and organizations and futures, it's bad. Look at the Pacers. They rebuild. You know, they they got rid of guys. You know, they, they traded Sabonis. They're, they might trade Miles Turner. They traded Sabonis for Tyrese Halliburton. And they got a better record than the Wizards right now. They're the fifth seed in the East. And nobody thought they were going to compete. So it, it's crazy how GMs and owners, they really control your destiny by just making the right moves and not hanging on the guys, you know, it was time to move on from, from Sabonis for the Pacers. They saw they couldn't, they saw that it ran its course. Sabonis is a number one option. You just saw how far it was going to go and they moved on. The Wizards, Bradley Bill's a number one option. We see where it's going to go and it's not taking you anywhere. So we're just holding on to, I don't know what, but we're just, they just keep holding on. And the Pacers, they flipped the switch and had a light bulb come on and they say they needed to make a trade. And Tyrese Halliburton's playing out of his mind. Andrew Nimhard, they're drafting better than us. Benedict Matherin, they're drafting better than us. Um, I think anybody would take Matherin over the young guys that we got right now. And, and a lot of people would take Nimhard. Nimhard had 31 points against the Warriors last night, Stephen Curry. And no, no, no district in Yannick Zosa. But I, I just think our second round picks, we, we even Tommy, even in the second round, you got to be better with your second round picks. Isaiah Todd, too. I think he's a, a young, talented man, young man. But the second round picks have to be better. I just, there's so many guys you can point to. And like I said, I'm going on a tangent here, but. Um, I mean, we, we can move on. We can move Preach. on to the. <laughs> we can move on to the Bulls game. Just three keys that we do. If you if you have anything to add, you can definitely go ahead. Too. Yeah, I'm gonna add a little bit. I'm like, I'm I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'll say this, man. If you look at the economics of the NBA, it's geared towards keeping your guys that you draft at home. You know, mm. if you look at and, those... and there's things, there's some. I'm sorry to cut you off, but we mm. haven't re-signed uh, a draft pick. Bradley Bill and John Wall are the only yeah. ones, and they're top three picks. And Otto yeah. Porter as well. They're top three picks. If we pick, we keep getting picked nine over and over again. Mm. All the guys, Kelly Rubray, pick 15. We haven't resigned these guys. We trade them away. And that's the problem. Troy Brown traded them away. Yeah, that's the problem because if you look at Golden State, you know, they're the example. And the reason for that, most of their major guys are drafted. You know, when you you're when, when it comes to drafting your guys with restricted free agency. You can go into the luxury more with guys that you draft as opposed to guys coming from the outside. And that's why drafting is so key in this league. If you can't draft, you you die. I mean, and, and we're we're feeling that. You know, look at Golden State. They drafted Curry, right? So they they drafted Clay, they drafted Draymond. I mean, the list goes on, and they can retain them and they can go as much as they want into the luxury and not really take too much, you know, and not hurt too bad like a team from acquiring talent from the outside because they drafted these guys. You know, and, and think about it. Each one of those guys that is named, we were in position to get. Don't forget that. <laughs> we were in position to get every one of those guys. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's, it's just you look back 
even going the way, all the way back to Ernie, we are historically terrible at drafting. Mm-hmm. We're terrible, man. You know, yeah, you can look at John Wall and Bradley Bill, but bro, who else you gonna get in that position? John Wesley. <laughs> oh Lord, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in, I'm in it there, but drafting has to get better because drafting is the long term solution to have long term success in the NBA. You know, you you can acquire from the outside, but you can only go so far. Dynasties are made from within, so I'm just gonna end with that. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. It's just you got to, especially us. You know, we're not a free agent destination, so you got to build from the draft. But Bulls. What's your keys to victory? The Bulls right now, they are the Wizards. We're the 10th seed right now. We're tied with the Knicks for the 10th seed. We're both 11 and 13. The Bulls are the 11th seed at 9 and 14. They're two and a half games behind us for the play in. Um, Bulls, like I said, the Bulls are 9 and 14. They're kind of reeling right now. Just looking at their last game, they lost to the Kings 110 to 101. Um, looking at their box score because I don't know who's out. Of course, L- L- Lonzo Ball is going to be out for a, a long period of time. Of course, DeMar DeRozan, he's a Wizards killer. Um, Zach Levine had 41 points last night against the Kings, so that's somebody we're gonna have to defend. Um, Pat Williams, 10 points. DeMar DeRozan, he, like I said, he's a Wizards, Wizards killer, 18 points. Vucevic, 12 points. Uh, Kobe White is a Wizards killer, too. They got Andre Drummond, Derek Jones Jr. Um, Ayo Dusumu had, has had a, he had a couple good games against the Wizards last year, too. But what's your keys to victory? Then we'll wrap it up. Keys to victory one defense, every kind of defense mm. you can think of. We have that, <laughs> we've got to get back in transition. <laughs> We are so bad in transition, man. We've got to get better in transition. We got to get back. Um, defensive communication. We've get, um, everybody knowing the role on defense. Um, perimeter defense. Like they, they can shoot. Look, DeRozan. Don't get it twisted. He's a mid-range genius, man. But I'm telling mm-hmm. you right now, he he can step out and shoot three points. Mm-hmm. So don't don't you know? And Zach Levine. Let's be real. I mean, this, this brother can shoot from the logo. So mm-hmm. it's you know, defense has to get better because this team can play, man. I'm, I'm telling you, Levine can drop forty anytime he wants. You know, and I mean, look at, at you know the people you name. Kobe White can play. You know, Dusamu can play. I mean, it's just the, the list goes on. So defense has to be key tonight because without um, paint defense and perimeter defense, this is not a winnable game. We got to play yeah. defense. Uh, three point shooting has to be respectable. I'm not asking us to be Golden State tonight <laughs> or, or um, tomorrow night. You know, be respectable. You know, shoot high percentage three point shots. Don't you know? Don't waste ten seconds in the clock and then and launch it. No, and don't let the three point shot. Be your first choice for your shot. Orchestrate the offense. You know, ball movement. That'll be number three. Ball movement. Ball movement has to be key. You know, move the ball around. You know, don't do this whole five sec, five to seven seconds in the clock and then hot potato. No, fluid team basketball. Those will be my three keys to victory. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah, ball movement. Everything that they did when Brad was out, when they went four on one, the ball was moving, the ball was flowing. They shot the ball better from the three point line. The Chicago Bulls are 29th in opponent three point percentage. So, Maybe that could bode well for the Wizards. They're a bad. The Bulls are bad at defending the three-point line. Um, Got to knock down the easy ones. Um, Zach Levine, defense on him. And DeMar DeRozan, defend without fouling. They have a quick whistle for DeMar. He gets almost every call against the Wizards. So Denny is going to have to play a clean game, hands up, no complaining to the refs. Kuzma probably going to have to guard DeMar. It's going to be a, a committee approach guarding DeMar DeRozan. He's going to be a tough, tough guy to guard. And, and I would say run the offense through Kuz. Kuz plays, he steps up when Brad is out. Um, he averages two more points when Brad is out, 22 points a game. He averaged two more rebounds when Brad is out as well. Um, so I would run the offense through Kuz, let him orchestrate, um, get downhill. If Monte Morris can't get past his defender, Jordan Goodwin coming off the bench as well. Um, but you run the offense through Kuz and um, get feed Porzingis because Vucevic cannot stop him. The last time we played the Bulls, we beat them. 
and uh, Porzingis did a step back and crossed up Vucevic and hit a three. So um, I would feed Porzingis and run the offense through Kuz. Like you said, transition defense, rebound. Um, and I'm looking at Daniel Gafford. He's playing a lot better. I want to see him continue. And I want to see Kuz. I mean, I'm sorry. I want to see KP and Gafford play together tomorrow night. Absolutely. I definitely want to see that lineup tomorrow night. So uh, before we roll, I'm going to add one more. Mm-hmm. I want to see some free throws. Free throws. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to add two more. <laughs> um, free throws, definitely. You got to uh, hit free throws. But attitude. I want to see some attitude tonight. Mm-hmm. I want to see Kuz. I want to see KP. I want to see Goodwin. Attitude. You know, come out. You know, was really. You know, I ain't trying to be violent, but punch him in the mouth, man. It was, it was come mm-hmm. out. You know, was really hit him in the mouth, man. And really take the crowd out of it. Look, Chicago's struggling. They're, they are, they're coming off a West Coast trip. You know, we're about to go on the West Coast trip. So they, they haven't played very well on the West Coast. So they're, they're kind of bruised right now. So. They got a lot of talent, but I think this is a winnable game. I think if we really put the defensive pressure on this team and really take them out of their games, I think we'll be all right. So um, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up today. Right. Just say win or loss for the prediction. Oh, okay. Um, hmm, man, I shouldn't feel like this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with a win. I, it's going to be a close one. But I think Kuz, I think Kuz is going to show up. I think KP, like you said, Vucevic can't, he can't roll with him. So I think we're gonna look better in the paint tonight or tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna just go quick. I got us losing this one. No faith, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see that, man. It's just it's tough because Chicago got a lot of talent, man, and just you know their home floor. But we do play better without Brad, so I think there's optimism. I think we can win a close one. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go ahead and end it there. Uh, appreciate everybody from watching. Definitely check out me and my guy, The Real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram. We're close to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, so definitely like, subscribe, comment below. Let us know how we're doing. You know, appreciate everybody. Appreciate the love. Everybody have a good day and peace. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.